Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to Sovereign Self. It's so good to have you all back with us this week. I'm Sophia Renea Morales, as mentioned by my introduction. Uh, and I just wanted, oh, I just want to share how much love I have for everybody who's out there and how exciting it is and what a privilege it is to come back to you week after week with new and interesting guests bringing additional tools and additional insights that you can use on your journey into your own sovereignty. Um, if you're interested in some assistance or support around moving into your sovereignty and following your higher self, your sovereign self, you can join me on Second Saturdays with Sophia. The next one is coming up on May 11th, and you can find out more information and register at bit.ly slash Second Saturdays. And we will be embracing our higher purpose this week. So that's a really wonderful one, especially if you've just woken up and that, that countdown clock has started really ticking for you. And it's like, I've got to get on with my mission. If only I knew what it was, if I've got to get on with my mission. <laughs> so this will be a really good one if you're really feeling that pressure and you're not quite sure what your direction is yet. So second Saturdays, bit.ly Lee slash second Saturdays. And our guest today, Lori McSwigan. Hello. So good to have you with us. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Oh, me too. I'm going to do a little intro here. Uh, Lori learned about her unique ability to channel for others through a series of life-changing events, and that's sort of an understatement based on what I know about her background. She became a Reiki master teacher and a certified REAP practitioner, and we'll ask her more about what REAP is later, and spent two years as a professional reader for an international tarot site. However, she knew there was more to her life purpose. She had formal training in business and education and wanted to transfer those skills into the world of spirituality. So she asked her guides how she could share love, light, and healing with millions of people when she only had two hands. <laughs> Spirit delivered her the solution in the form of Our Site, Our Light. The, the website, Our Site, Our Site, Your Light, why can't I say that, dot com, founded in 2017 as an online healing collaborative that provides a business foundation for gifted and respected holistic practitioners. These soulful practitioners have linked arms to create a synergistic spiritual community, offering holistic healing services as well as inspiration, guidance, education, training, enriching experience, and insightful events. It's so good to have you with us, Laurie. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. So I know you did not start all dialed in and and <laughs> light and love and all that kind of stuff. So give us a little bit of your backstory. Tell me what it was like before you came into your gifts. What were some of the challenges that were built into your life path that you had to overcome? Well, um, I would say that um, uh, I've always been a seeker. However, one of the ma major um, threads that have, has run through my entire life, looking back on it now, is that I sought 
my wholeness and my worth and my goodness in other people. And that really didn't work out so well for me because no. I could never find it. <laughs> Everywhere I looked, it escaped me. You and, just um, you just followed the instructions. I mean, that's what we're trained to do, right? Exactly. When we're raised, it's like, okay, look around and see what might be a good thing for you to do. Do you like what the teacher does or the doctor does? <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I looked to other people and I looked to my career or my title or my accomplishments. Um, and as most people who are on the path understand, um, those are all fleeting and although you might feel something great in the moment, you know, by the time I got to my second master's degree, which I worked so hard on, and I, I mean, I, nothing less than perfect was going to be okay for me. Um, when I got the degree, it was just like, huh. And my, my husband thought I was like, what's wrong with you? You, you just spent the past two and a half years doing this. And, you know, I had a baby while I was doing it. You know, it was very crazy. So and it I took just, serious dedication to complete it in yes, two and a half years with a pregnancy yes. smack in the middle of it. <laughs> yes. And I, I just did it. And, but I, I, I had started to really understand that no accomplishment, no title, not, no person was ever going to give me what I was seeking. And so, you know, I can tell you every experience up to that point, but that was the theme, right? If I was to come up with the thread that ran through me, was seeking outside of myself because there was always this emptiness that I couldn't put my finger on and I didn't really understand it. Mm. So. so what were some of the places that you looked for this validation and, and fulfillment that were outside of yourself? Sure. So I think because I felt different, you know, I came from a very quote unquote normal family um, and I have an amazing, loving support system to this day. You know, my parents, they might not understand everything I'm doing, but, you know, they have confidence that if anyone can make it work, I can. So, you know, <laughs> I feel really good about that. But they've always had that belief in me, even though they didn't understand. So I started being the explorer. You know, I went abroad um, to Spain right after high school because I wanted to be a international um, you know, Spanish speaking, you know, businesswoman. Um, I didn't know I wanted to be a businesswoman, but I wanted to do something exciting. And so then I went on to study Spanish in college, which was not like a orthodox path for my family. You know, we're from New England and not a whole lot of um, diverse language background. <laughs> and, and then English is good me. enough for the rest of us. Exactly. <laughs> they didn't even know what I was thinking about, you know, and then I went uh, after college, you know, I just remember my dad saying, you know, why don't you just, I knew I wanted to go to business school because I wasn't going to be a teacher, no matter what. Everyone in my family were either nurses or teachers. And I'm like, I am not going to be a teacher. Um, so I said, I want to go to business school and use, become that international businesswoman. And my dad wanted me to stay home and just, save my money and go to the university right near us. And, but not me, you know, I went to Memphis, you know, I lived in Massachusetts and I went as far away as I could. And uh, <laughs> I got a great scholarship to go to this really new international MBA program. So it really turned out to be amazing. But again, seeking, you know, seeking, seeking. you know, as far away as I could go from what was my life. 
you know, I wanted to be away from it, not because I didn't love my family, but because I kept thinking what I needed was out there because there was this calling, this, this urge for fulfillment. And, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know how to do that. And a not so comfortable, um, I'd say side effect of this was I was also struggled with my weight a lot. Um, and I, I didn't know that, I guess I first knew I was different was probably second grade. And it was brought to my attention that I was too big for a little girl my age. And um, that really hurt me because I thought I was wonderful. <laughs> you know, as yeah. far as I remember, I was a pretty happy little kid. But I, I think I started to look around and I noticed that all the other girls were like thin or small. And I just happened to carry all this extra weight and now I understand as an empath, you know, uh, I'm sure that my, I was being protected by that extra weight. So I would, you know, not take on everybody else's, you know, bad feelings or emotions, but, and I didn't understand any of that. I had no, um, if anybody in my family is psychic, uh, I don't know about it, you know, so it's not like I had a great <laughs> one to talk to. Yeah. You know, <laughs> flipping tarot cards for me or something like I, I, I was totally on my own on this journey with, for that. So I did a lot of things that I don't think were really good for me. Um, you know, I tried to be different because I felt different. So, you know, when all the other girls had long hair, you know, I had short hair, you know, maybe a little mm-hmm. shaved or cropped on the side, or maybe it was like bright you know, yellow and not, not blue or anything, but you know, I always had it. It always looked a little different. And um, because I couldn't compete with them because I was grew up, I was an 80s girl in high school, you know, so everyone had really big hair and tight jeans. And, uh, you know, I had big hair, but it just wasn't long and big. It was just big. So um, I don't know, I just couldn't keep up with them. So I just tried to be different. And, um, you know, I tried to make it seem like it didn't hurt me that, you know, I never really had that long term boyfriend that everyone had, but I wanted one, but not the guys that liked me. I wanted the guys that I could never be with because they were the, you know, the dangerous, <laughs> the dangerous boy. ones. Exactly. <laughs> like now looking back, I'm like, what was I thinking? But um, yeah, so I sought out this, um, this yearning I had on the inside. I looked outside of myself um, and, I- and that, that was the theme. <laughs> yeah, well, and one of the things that occurred to me as you were telling your story about uh, discovering that you were a little heavier or chunkier than the rest of the girls in second grade uh, was that a lot of people who are seeking to fill that void will do sort of almost an emotional eating sort of thing sure. that goes along with it. So in addition to trying to shield yourself as an empath, it may also have been one other way you're trying to f- fulfill oh that empty hole. And all these years later, I have literally, literally just in the last two years, made a full commitment to um, healing that part of myself, like really looking at it. And because I've struggled, I, I, I am the best person in the world at losing weight. It's just actually keeping it off and being healthy about it, you know, so I'm a professional dieter, which I decided to <laughs> give that title up because it certainly does not serve me in my temple at all. So um, it's been a lifelong struggle um, because of that. So, but again, I am so empathetic 
with other people who have struggled, whether they struggled since they had their kids or since they were kids themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, I can really offer the deepest of empathy with that because I get it on every level, every single level. So it's just one more thing I can bring to that healing world, you know, like, Hey, I'm still dealing with it and no one's had more healing about it than me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, tell me something. Okay. You've, you sought for a long time outside of yourself. What was it? What was the incident that happened that brought you to, I've got to stop looking outside of me? Well, I, I would say I've had a few of those incidents. And the first one was um, when I decided to get a divorce from my first husband. Um, you know, by all accounts, I had everything. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I had the nice house. I had, you know, I had had great businesses. And, I, all, you know, we were taken care of. Um, but we had no connection. And... Um, it was, it was, it broke my heart. You know, I actually chose someone that broke my heart almost to help me, you know, move forward on this journey. So um, I think the moment was when I realized after a few years of healing and having started on my spiritual path right at that time uh, was that I was 50% responsible for what I brought to my marriage. Um, you know, it took me a good couple of years to really even think about that, you know, to consider forgiving and not blaming. And I, I'm not saying I did it well, but I had that. Uh, <laughs> Some um, people do it never. So you're way ahead. <laughs> it, it was the beginning. It's been over 10 years now or just about 10 years. So I'm so okay with that now. But um, that was probably the first moment was when I reflected back and said, oh, like, I think I have some terrible relationship habits that I contributed to that marriage. And I had crazy unrealistic expectations for another human being because I created what I thought marriage was supposed to look like or relationships. Not that I'd ever experienced it, but apparently I had this, this, this fantasy in my mind of what it was supposed to look like. So, um, well, and I think uh, we all do. I mean, we're yeah. raised with, you know, Cinderella and, and stories like that, which have no framework in reality. No, yeah. no. And I had two beautiful sets of grandparents that, you know, loved each other until they died. And, you know, I don't know what really went on behind the scenes all the time. I only saw my grandparents, you know, so they were both World War II veterans. And so they had a very different life. And somehow I was trying to bring that into my reality, which was not my reality. Um, And I think I set the expectations that no man could have ever lived up to. And Mm -hmm. that I owned. So that was my first real, I believe my first real awakening when it came to relationships about the whole joy aspect. Like why, why am I still unhappy and I'm still divorced? I'm already divorced and I'm still not happy. So that didn't do it either, right? Mm-hmm. Seeking outside of myself for the answer. So, Excellent. And so what brought you around to sinking inside of yourself for the answer? Um, well, I, I met a psychic. <laughs> oh, well, look at that. I met a psychic. Um, well, I had actually started the transformation when I, I went to hypnosis probably a year before I got divorced to help 
me lose weight. I mean, I had never done anything like that before. And I had heard it on the radio. It was as if God himself or source or creator or whatever was calling me. Um, the program was called Positive Changes. So it was like whispering. It was like positive changes. And I was like, oh, I need that. Yeah. So I How do I there. get some? <laughs> exactly. I went there and the woman who was the hypnotherapist, she really took to me and she's like, I, I think you need to read a book. And I said, okay, what is that book? And she handed me the secret. Now, uh-huh. I never ever knew of anything like that, but clearly I was ready to receive it because she wouldn't have given it to me otherwise. And that was the, that's what really started that journey of seeking like, ooh. And um, that brought me to a place of wanting to know more. And that's when I reached out to this woman I heard on the radio. Like, I've never done something like that before. But I called her and I said, I heard you on the radio and I just knew I needed to talk to you. I don't know why I knew I needed to talk to you, but I felt like someone said, you need to talk to her. And she really launched me on this journey of, um, of exploration of the other side, which I really was very completely oblivious to. I really didn't understand. And, you know, she definitely wasn't the kind of woman that told me things I wanted to hear. In fact, oftentimes I would hang up with her and be like, God, I don't even ever want to talk to her again. (laughs) (laughs) A sign of a truth teller right there. Yeah, like, I like that. I don't think I'm going to call her again. Of course, I did. But <laughs> I, I love how books can be so pivotal in opening people up. Um, I had Absolutely. a book that woke me up as well called The Emotion Code, and it oh. completely changed my life. So I love it when I meet somebody else who's had that same effect come forward. Absolutely. Now, it seems to me there was something in particular that this psychic told you that really set you off and sent you down this path, if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. Well, you're thinking of another psychic <laughs> because ah. God knows I didn't stop at the first one. Um, but All right. Well, but before we go into yeah, that second absolutely. psychic, I think we're going to go off to a quick commercial break here. But I do want to find out what she had to say when we come back. So before absolutely. we go to break, I just want to let everybody out there in Facebook land and radio land know that we continue these conversations on Facebook after the show is completed and between the breaks and all that good stuff. And you can find me on Facebook at Zofia Renea, that's Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A. And you can hook up with Lori on Facebook at our site, that's S-I-G-H-T, your light, L-I-G-H-T. And we are going to head off to the break now and catch you on the flip side. So stay tuned. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. 
Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Welcome back from break. I'm so glad you hung in with us. This is Zofia Renea, and you can find me on Twitter at Zofia Renea, Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A. And uh, I don't see a Twitter account for Lori, but if you are an Instagrammer, you can find her at Lori underscore L, that's E-L-L-E, or our site, Your Light. Both of those are on Instagram, and you can find her either way. If you want more time with Sophia and a little bit of personal interaction, you can join us on Second Saturdays with Sophia at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash Second Saturdays. And Second is spelled out S-E-C-O-N-D. So we were talking to Lori before we went to break about some of the pivotal moments on her enlightenment path, and she was talking to a psychic who had a really profound effect (laughs) on where she went. So what did the second psychic have to tell us? Well, I'll just summarize in one minute that in between the first divorce, um, I had met a man uh, close to two years later, and we jumped right in because it was one of those meetings when you just knew you were supposed to be with someone. And again, we were in the same energy. He was recently divorced. I was recently divorced. I had two kids. He had two kids. So we jumped right in and guess what? We filled what each other was looking for, right? Yeah. Outside of ourselves again. Um, But this time, this partner was meant to teach me so much more. And um, I say fast forward because (laughs) we were at a time that we were actually, I was getting a divorce for the second time. Uh, Yeah, it was heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Yeah. I loved this man. Like it wasn't the same as the first time. I was like, I had passion, I had fire, but so many things had gone wrong because all these expectations we both had um, and we couldn't fulfill them for each other because we were dependent, you know, we were looking to each other to fill something that clearly we didn't learn in our first marriages. So we, you know, we had a second shot at it. So we had been separated for um, almost like seven months and we were actually getting a divorce and I had called this other person that I met by mistake you know a friend of mine <laughs> had a psychic party and I was like fine I'll go to you psychic party um, and I went and this woman just she blew me away because 
she kept talking about my grandfather and the same man I was just telling you that I looked up to and I admired and I loved and he was talking to me through her and I was like I knew he was there and um, so I had called her a few times and I finally said to her I've been away from this man for almost seven months I love him but I wasn't willing to I wasn't willing to give in and repair the things unless certain things changed and I was too much work for him you know so he was just wanted to forget, you know, cancel, clear, delete, because it was easier. <laughs> um, but I felt a lot of anger. And I said to her, I said, how am I supposed to heal from this? Like, I'm, I had that fall on my knee moment. And she said, you are supposed to send him unconditional love and healing. And I said, well, I don't know how to do that. But at this point, I was willing to try anything because I felt so bad. I felt so badly, like everything hurt. And I couldn't make it go away. Nothing would work this time, right? I, I love those moments of surrender. They are so yes. powerful, but they suck in the time yes. <laughs> they're happening. Was, talk about dark night of the soul. Like it was a big one. And um, so I did it. I, I knew a little bit about Reiki because my sister, who, by the way, I used to think was, you know, a little bit out there. And now I totally... <laughs> and now you're out there with her. <laughs> I'm totally out there with her in the stratosphere. Um, so I knew it was possible to send people healing energetically. And I had been the recipient of healing, but never remotely before. Um, so I, I Googled it. I, you know, I Googled anything I could find out about how do I send someone energy healing. And the psychic had said, get a journal and, you know, do something that you can picture him, you know, like take a picture and look at him when you're sending the healing. And I said, well, I'm not looking at him because I'm still very mad at him. So um, <laughs> I made a little sock doll. It wasn't a voodoo doll, but it was a little sock doll, like drew a face on him. And, and I made the decision. It was the day after Christmas, um, 2013. And I said, um, okay, I promised, I'd said, I'm going to send him love, unconditional love and healing. We weren't speaking. So obviously it wasn't like he knew. Um, and um, I just didn't know what that was going to happen. And that is when I literally started channeling. Um, it was in that complete surrender and a lot of darkness that all of a sudden, all those signs I'd seen my whole life, like all those knowings and thinking I'd see things and just kind of feeling a little bit crazy or um, just explaining to, them away. Yeah. Yes. Or trying to um, numb myself and with mm. food or whatever, you know, other out, you know, just being very unaware, it all came crashing down. And um, I started seeing like literally seeing metaphorically, but also seeing things that were happening. But what was so interesting is that spirit was showing me from a different perspective. It was like, it wasn't me and it wasn't him, but it was like, I was sitting up here in the corner looking down at what was happening. Yeah. Watching both of you. Yes. And it truly started to give me the freedom from all the false and limiting beliefs that I had tied to that relationship or the breakup rather, you know, what I was looking at as just one more heartbreak I was finally seeing as like, oh, well, that really had nothing to do with me. Like that has to do with him and what he's suffering and hurting over. And, you know, I started seeing things from this, this un, um, through the eyes of love. That's what yes. they were, were said to me. And, um, and what was happening was actual healing. 
because miraculously, you know, someday I want to tell this whole story in a book, but miraculously I had heard, and again, I was very questioning, you know, am I really hearing these things? Am I making this up? But I had heard seven days um, on the second day that I connected. So I wrote it in my journal, you know, I wrote everything down. And seven days later, um, he sent me an email. Now we hadn't talked for months. And that email opened the door to another email, which opened the door to another email. And I was still doing the healing. And within 30 days, we literally were reconciled um, with a whole new intention of what we wanted to create in our relationship. That and is... I'm not saying it was easy, right? No, you know, no. What I, what I thought was the end was actually literally the beginning. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the truth? I, I love this story of yours so much. And the reason that I love it is so many women that I know who go through breakups go into this grasping mode where it's like, I have to get him back. I have to claw him back. And you had totally released all of that. All you wanted to do was heal your broken heart and had no intention of drawing him back in. It was simply to heal your heart and to bring yourself back to wholeness. And I think that's a big, big takeaway from this story. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't until I surrendered looking to him to fix me that I could finally find, you know, that next level of peace, that up-leveling of my vibration and then my gift, you know? So I think to myself, if I hadn't, if we had just kept going at status quo and if I had just found another reason to, you know, numb myself or not feel or, or shrug things off, like what if I hadn't have, you know, had that deep dark moment? Like, would I be doing what I'm doing now? Would I have found what I'm capable of doing and helping other people with? And I'm not sure what the answer is because, you know, I don't know. But uh, I'm grateful for that time of darkness because it literally changed my life forever. Absolutely. Absolutely. These dark nights of the soul, as I said, they suck. But they bring the most amazing gifts with them. And they're gifts you can really only find in the dark. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's such a beautiful, beautiful story. So what did now that you've discovered this gift for channeling, how did you start to develop that? Where did that little path lead you? Well, interestingly, um, I had already decided um, that I wanted to, a woman that I had been receiving energy healing said, you know, I have a, a Reiki course coming up and I think it would be really good for you because I had reached out to her about what I was trying to do with healing. And she said, well, you should get attuned because it can be that much more powerful when you're, when you're attuned. So I had already scheduled a Reiki one course. Um, and lovingly, my husband uh, said, I'd like to do it with you. So oh, wow. I said, okay, like, really? <laughs> but you know, he was, he was willing to see this world with me because he saw with his own eyes, what I was able to do. I mean, trust me, there has been so many times when he's been really, you know, PO'd with me that he's like, I really, I just married a teacher. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm a teacher, but not the same topic anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, Cause I don't think my profession's easy, <laughs> but, um, 
So then I just continued on with the Reiki with my mentor. Uh, then I did Reiki too. And then uh, she also, uh, you asked about REAP a little bit and earlier, and REAP is called Remote Energetic Alignment Process. And it's actually her channeled modality. Um, and it's beautiful because it, it's a play on, um, it's similar to Reiki in many ways, except that there's 11 identified parts of your body that mm -hmm. are activated. Um, and it's a physical mental and spiritual balancing um, and uh, activation modality. And it really resonated with me because the Reiki, I could, I could naturally, I just felt very comfortable with it. But the remote energetic alignment, like I felt my crown pop open like it had never popped before because the whole purpose of it is that you can literally – um, when I connect, I can see the parts of the body, you know, and most of them are in alignment with some chakra point, mm -hmm. uh, but they're not necessarily just the chakra point, like the thymus, you know, obviously that's in your high heart area, but it's an activation point where you can have physical healing and you can have emotional and spiritual healing. So it's, it's just, it just really added to my, a world that I knew nothing about. Nothing. I knew, you know, I, I'm a backdoor channel, a backdoor healer. I said, you know, I knew obviously I could heal because the thing that the psychic told me that I forgot to mention was when I told her, I said, I don't know how to do this. She says, yes, you do. You've just forgotten. And I, I had that feeling of like, I think she's right. Yeah. <laughs> <think> she's just <laughs> forgotten Because it came very naturally to me. So, yes. um, well, and we never truly forget the things that we learned in other lives and the skills that yeah. we activated in other right. lives. Yes. And so a lot of times when we go, when we're attracted to a course, it's because we're there to just take care right. of the forgetting that we signed on for when we came down here. <laughs> it's like, Absolutely. Let's just pull that aside and we'll remember all of this. <laughs> and, you know, source. Spirit, God, angels, they've helped me every step of the way because I've had a few more of these dark moments where I really left a different life. You know, I was a full-time uh, administrator for a public school system. And um, in the midst of this rekindling of our marriage and we got back together, we made the decision that we were going to have a baby. We were getting older and we said, hey, like, we got to do this now or it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So when I tell you we changed our life, you know, 360 degrees, we're not spring chickens. You know, we have <laughs> four teenagers and a almost four year old. So we've got a lot going on now. But um, it was a big decision because I had to like cut off my old life in many ways in order to bring this new energy and this new world in. And, you know, spirit pretty much helped me do that. You know, I had a baby and that allowed me to seek other opportunities because that's a perfect excuse to not go back to work, right? Yes. <laughs> you know, I had a baby, of course. Everyone knows a woman wants to stay home with her baby if she can. So I, I felt like that was that natural break like that I had that I was like, oh, I'm going to explore some new opportunities. Um, and that's when I started reading. Uh, you know, I got discovered by accident by uh, a woman. Um, she uh, runs uh, biddytarot.com. She's out of uh, yeah. Australia. And I did a reading for her and she said, oh my gosh. She said, I love this and I'd love for you to come and read for my site. And I said, 
okay. So, so, so tell me about this accidental connection. How did that play out? Because they're never accidental. <laughs> they just look. So you'll love this one because here I am still doubting myself because I said, okay, I'm having a baby. I'm going to leave my job for a while. I was, I was still planning on going back. I said, but while I'm on break, I could take up to a year off. I said, I need to do something. I need to help. We have four other kids. And um, sure, sugar, this woman who had this site was looking for a content manager. Okay. I wasn't applying to be a tarot, uh, you know, healer reader. I was going, I said, I'll be her content manager because I'm good at technology. I have all these uh, online teaching, you know, um, this degree in online teaching, like there's so much I could do. And I interviewed and I, like, she's interviewing me from Australia. We're, we're on the call and the lights go out. And I'm like, oh, what is this oh all about? Like, it was just a lot of psychic activity. And I went for another interview and she loved me. And then I didn't get the job. <laughs> and I said, what? How did I not get the job? Like, I'm perfect for this job. Well, she sent me a gift because she enjoyed our time interviewing so much. And I said, well, you know what? I want to reciprocate. And I said, I'd like to do this healing connection that I know how to do. And I think you might enjoy it. And she, and I thought she probably wouldn't even acknowledge it. Or maybe she's thinking everybody offers me things. And um, (laughs) she's like, oh, I'd love that. So I did that for her. And she said, "Uh, this blew me away. And I can't believe you were able to get all this from across the world. And I would love for you to do this for my clients on my site. And I said, okay. Fabulous. For two years. And that really gave me this practice, this uh, ability to prove to myself that I can connect with people. Doesn't matter where you are, Indonesia, Australia, or New Hampshire, right down the street. You know, I can, I somehow can see them. And, um, it was again divine perfection at its greatest. So I couldn't have been more fortunate to have had that experience. So it was great. I absolutely love those kind of stories. Ah, yeah, just give you little goosebumps all down my it's spine. Like magic is real. <laughs> magic, right? is magic is real. Is real. My God. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> For sure. No, <laughs> so we are fixing to go to another break here. But when we come back, I want to hear more about where we went after that. Absolutely. So, for all of you out there in listener land, you can catch up with me on Instagram. I am also Zofia Renee on Instagram, Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A. If you missed the link for Second Saturdays, that is bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash Second Saturdays, S-E-C-O-N-D-S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y-S. And we will return from the break shortly, so stay with us. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. There's a new force to be reckoned with in talk radio. It's not just talk radio. Hosted by LaTanya Jr. and co-host Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. Not Just Talk Radio is like a superhero. Inspiring, problem-solving, and informing. 
packed with action-provoking conversations from news, movements, and social and politics issues. This program is about a wide range of voices and fresh points of view from experts, celebrities, and you, the listener. Not Just Talk Radio is broadcast live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in every week to the Voice America Influencers Channel for The Movement with Shannon D. Hughes. It's all about what's happened in the past that determines the future. Everyone has their up moments and their down moments. The pendulum is always swinging between the victories and the pitfalls in our lives. But each of these serves as success points that we learn from and move forward. Listen for The Movement every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. All right. Thank you for hanging with us through the break here. We're talking with Lori McSwiggin. And uh, she had left off. She was reading for a Tarot website out of Australia. So how did you graduate out of that into the next thing? Sure. That's a awesome. Another dark night of the soul story where, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was feeling I put a lot of pressure on myself. I always have. And I think, again, that goes a lot uh, to my expectations. I've always set for myself and again, what I've really come to learn is according to who, you know, whom, like who set this bar, this imaginary bar that I've literally been comparing myself to my entire life. So I was still not fully there yet though. So I was pushing hard, like, okay, I know I had this baby, but at some point I'm going to have to go back to work and I'm going to have to contribute because there's a lot of pressure when you have four Mm -hmm. other kids. Um, And, you know, it wasn't really fair uh, for me to have all the expectation that my husband was going to pull us through everything because I had always been a pretty good earner for the family. And then, you know, I had a baby and everything changed. So um, I started seeking really deeply about, I have two hands. I have five children in my life now, and I don't have a full-time job. How am I supposed to share my love, light, and healing with the world? Because I always knew since I was very young that I was supposed to do something really important. Now, what that is, I'm still working on. uh, But I knew I was supposed to share my gift with many people, but I didn't know how to do that. And I finally came to this moment of, you know, 
there's only so many Gabby Bernsteins in the world. You know, there's, o- there's only so many uh, Sonia Choquettes, you know, like everybody's vying in this, in this healing or energy or reading or mystical world. You know, it's like you either get discovered or you spend all your time on Facebook or on Instagram or online or writing. Or, and or, the, did, or the back room in some metaphysical shop. <laughs> exactly. Or you're, on, you're, you're physically in a spot all day long. So you're either, yeah. you're either seeing one client at a time or you are, some people did do build courses and things like that. But I knew like what a huge time commitment, you know, and I just didn't know how to do it. So, you know, I said, do I write a book? You know, I hired a, a writing coach. I said, do I? Um, and basically she dropped the bomb on me and said, um, what a wonderful story. The beginnings of a wonderful story. Uh, what's your platform look like? And I said, <laughs> like, um, what? My what? <laughs> I didn't even know what a platform was. So then I went into full panic mode. I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to have 10,000. I've got to have a platform. I don't have 10,000 people on my list. I'm going to yeah. die. <laughs> yeah. So I had a full breakdown and I, um, two weeks uh, before June, it was of 2016, a friend of mine said, you should go to the Gabby Bernstein weekend in New York City because that's what she does. She helps spiritual entrepreneurs who want to like inject that spirit into their business. And I said, I don't even know who this woman is, but okay. So I, by the luck of the draw, someone had dropped out because it was sold out for months and I got a spot another synchronicity yeah, uh-huh. um, <laughs> and I went there and it really changed my life um, be, to be in a room with 270 other mostly women inspired women the energy like overwhelmed me it was and it wasn't even so much the content because the content you know not that you can get it anywhere but it was the atmosphere and the energy and the knowing that I belonged there. It was the first time I ever felt that I was in a place where I fully belonged. I wasn't an outsider. I wasn't different. I was actually like right in with my club. Like I belonged in that spot. So um, after several months of trying to force an answer of how I was supposed to do this, uh, finally I, you know, remember new baby, you know, she was like one, she just turned one. I'm like lying on the floor crying, like, what am I supposed to do? And I just like, I just want to quit. I'm just going to have to go back and be a teacher or, you know, whatever. And and I woke up the next day and I connected for myself. I pulled myself up by the bootstraps and I started channeling. Now I channel like through my, I go to this little place. I can still see my eyes are open, but I channel with my hand. So I just started writing and it was, it's like automatic writing. And they started, they started right telling me, well, now that you finally stopped trying to control this and create something in your, in your intellectual mind, we'd like to share for you the blueprint of what's next in your life. And I was okay. And it was basically our site, your light, which is this amazing vision of a healing collaborative right now, mostly online where I was meant to use all these other skills I've, you know, learned over the years, like my business degree, my education, my online teaching degree, you know, all those things that I did not thinking that I was, had a purpose with them. Mm -hmm. I now see that they were all to help me be prepared so that I could create this beautiful offering where people just like me who have a gift, 
who have a skill or a healing modality or just a passion to serve, but maybe they're not online gurus. Maybe they're not um, copy editing writers. Maybe they don't know how to do a website. Maybe they don't know how to run a business. Um, (laughs) Well, that's not at all uncommon. (laughs) Exactly. And, And I said, there's not too many spiritual healers that have every bit of experience that I have. And I also brought in a business partner who, by the way, is a mechanical engineer graduate from one of the best, you know, mechanical engineering schools in Massachusetts. And um, she was also an online blogger for eight years. So together we have a whopping uh, group of skills and we launched our site, your light in um, September of uh, 2017 and really, we've just been growing it, and we have about 15 soulful practitioners now, and each one of them, the reason they're aligned with us, we're not a directory, they're aligned with us because they see the vision that I have, which is together, we're so much more powerful. Um, you know, the energy in the vortex that we're, we're, so, you know, we offer one set of things, and then they bring their voice and their healing, and they show up. And together, we're able to co-create this beautiful vision, and it's starting to happen. And I just know that there's plenty of nights or days that I want to quit because the online world can be hard some days. It can, and when you're like me, and you put so much pressure on yourself to to be do, you know, be better, do more, you know. And my guides are always I, I, like, "Chill I'm out, so, Laurie." I'm so there with you. I, I've. God, I had one of those meltdowns over the weekend. <laughs> it was just like, it's too much. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, it's very real. And I see a lot of beautiful people burning themselves out. or And then they, they fizzle out, you know. And I want to be that support. And that's what my guides showed me. Win, win, win. Mm-hmm. The client wins because they receive a beautiful healing or meditation or clearing or reading the soulful practitioner wins because they have more of a client base because our goal at our site, your light is to create the client base to, Mm -hmm. to bring people to the table. And so then we can all share our gifts with different people. So I felt like that was the perfect solution. It like totally for the first time in my life, I felt this wholeness and not because it was something outside of me because I finally knew what I was supposed to do with all of this energy and this angst and this drive and it's all about giving back and it's not even about being the superstar like I don't ever expect to be the superstar in this I want to just I say I don't need to be the brightest star in the sky I just want to be with the stars you know I just want to shine my light just like the rest of them and I don't have to be the sage on the stage and I don't have to be the you know the face on the book cover although I would like to write a book but more just to help people not yeah. because I need to be, you know, famous. Um, so well, I, but you will end up on the cover ultimately, and that's a beautiful <laughs> thing. <laughs> and that's okay if I do. Like, it's not like I hate taking pictures. <laughs> exactly. We've got just a few minutes left at the end of the interview sure. here. So I know you brought a gift for our listeners yeah. today. Tell us a little bit about the gift you're sharing today. Okay. So I have a two-part gift, and it's really beautiful and from my heart, I created a series called Closer to Joy. And these videos are pretty much the process that I learned in order to help me stop seeking outside of myself, to stop blaming, to stop judging, 
and to stop actually having expectations for other human beings that actually originate from my false and limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. So it's a very practical, but it's really, um, I, I put in there, it's called the blueprint to success. And it's a beautiful document that you can do on your own. It's a downloadable PDF. So you can watch the videos, you can download the PDF. And it's just really a gift because I know that if someone had handed me that 20 years ago, my life would have looked a lot differently. But obviously, I was meant to go through what I went through so that I could share something like this with people today. Yeah. Um, and the second part of the gift is, is a beautiful chakra guide. Um, and it's a collaboration or of all this, uh, a bunch of soulful practitioners. There's free meditations. There's links to um some clearing healings and it gives a nice informational piece about all the chakras and how they can, uh, when they're in balance, how it can really help you thrive in your life. So those are both on that page for you. Ooh, I love all of that. So if you're interested in taking up Lori's offer, you can go to sovereignself.com slash media, M-E-D-I-A. And on that page, if you scroll down, about halfway, there's all of the speaker gifts for everybody that comes on the show. And Lori is at the top because she is the latest and greatest speaker with us today. So again, you can find that on Sovereign Self, S-O-V-E-R-E-I-G-N-S-E-L-F.com slash media, M-E-D-I-A. So that's where you can reach that gift. That's fabulous. Love it. So just like in 60 seconds, tell me a little bit about how you help the people you work with and what, what's the main thing that you teach them, if you could sure. just it down to one thing. Um, I am a higher self messenger. I can connect to a person's highest self, and I help them hear exactly what they need to know now to move forward tomorrow. Um, and there's also a lot of beautiful healing that happens. I'm not the healer in those connections. I am the witness. There's a lot more powerful people that show up for those healings than I could ever describe. <laughs> so that's what I do. So it doesn't matter where you are. If you want to move from where you are to someone else, someplace else, um, again, not outside of yourself, but on your own path, that's what I help people do. So That's beautiful. Yeah, that's one of the first things I learned as a healer is the healer is not me sitting in this chair here. The healer is actually in the person sitting across from me. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing with us today, Lori. I'm so glad you you came on. Well, thank you for having me. It was a true pleasure. So. You're welcome. So, as always, the conversation can continue even after the show ends. You can find me most often on Facebook at Sophia Renea, Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A. If you want a little bit more uh, regular contact and a little bit more personal contact, you can sign up for a second Saturday at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash second Saturdays. And Lori McSwiggin, you can catch up with on Facebook at our site, Your Light. That's O-U-R-S-I-G-H-T, Your L-I-G-H-T, Our Site, Your Light. So that is it for the show this week. I thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, live soul first. (laughs) 
Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 